Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. Going back as far as 3 billion BC. <laughs> Ellen's miming her thoughts is, on this episode. Ellen is uh, shoot, miming, shooting herself in the face because she hates my voice. <laughs> she hates it when I talk. Oh, oh. <laughs> Because I'm the diehard romantic Eric Blood. (laughs) (laughs) And I am the devoted lover and mime. (laughs) And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we are getting away with murder. Getting a what with murder? (laughs) Away. 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 We're getting away with murder. As it anchors away. Away. Anchors. Yeah. Getting a shit way with murder. I really wish that it was spelled W-H-E-Y and this was at a cheese factory. I would would have loved to see someone get in a wheelchair, get thrown into a vat of cheese. Honestly, anything would have been a improvement. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we we have to talk about it, but first we have to try our best to sum up the plot of this episode in 60 seconds or less in the segment we like to call minute max. Minute max. Minute, minute, minute. Oh man. Max, max, max. (laughs) Who's first? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> the devoted lover. Could could it be uh, Helen's turn? It is my turn. I'm so excited to be here tonight. <laughs> Let me begin by saying <laughs> that I don't want to do this at all. Um, uh, all right, here we go. Getting... Away, getting <laughs> away with murder. <laughs> okay. Murder spelled normally. <laughs> the hearts are in the Bahamas where they're meeting with a man who is a bank president. And he's like, oh man, our bank is getting this counterfeit money. And Jonathan goes, again? And then um, it turns out that they've murdered someone who worked undercover for the bank on the cruise ship, the Dame Fortune, which should actually be called the ship of total sexual harassment and weirdness. (laughs) So they hearts, of course, Jonathan's like, let's risk our lives and go undercover on this ship. And so the whole gang goes, including Freeway and Max is Mr. Maximilian. Jennifer goes as Countess Federkevich and Jonathan is the steward. They find out that the captain and the creepy lechy doctor are using a printing press under the exam table to make uh, counterfeit bills they then switch it out for real money and that's how they make money which i understand but the, <laughs> there's a double twist because jennifer is in disguise and then in disguise again and oh man this is not good <laughs> can i just stop here there's some dogs there's some borzoi dogs that are really beautiful yes mm, beautiful yet so stupid Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh wow! That's, that's the absolute worst. That's I, I mean, you you jarred my memory slightly. <laughs> I don't remember this episode slightly. at all. I don't. It's either. like a weird fart. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> I remember crinkling my nose once, but I don't remember anything else. I remember all your weird See? farts, though, <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> I I think I'll be able to talk about the episode, but I just c- could not get a handle on the plot. Is is Mm-mm. it's. 
big, which yeah. isn't the same thing as saying it's good. No, mm. it's just it's, a lot. It's big. <laughs> so enjoy. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> getting Yahweh with murder. <laughs> the hearts are on a cruise ship again with Max. Max is Maximilian. He's a big gambler. Uh, Jennifer is a countess. And Jonathan is a steward. So Jonathan, again, is undercover working at one of his companies. Um, British people are bad. And uh, uh, doctors on cruise ships are lecherous sexual harassers. And in certain instances, sexual assaulters. Um, What else? A guy dies really spectacularly. They're making a bunch of fake 50s, I believe, so that when people give them real money to gamble with, they pay them out in fake money, which is kind of a clever way to do that, except that the house always wins, so you're just stuck with a bunch of fake $50 bills. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer is no longer a countess. She's from Brooklyn, eh? (laughs) And uh, then I really don't remember how this resolved. I do remember a fight and someone getting thrown overboard. Oh man, okay. I I'm not gonna be able to do it any more justice. I just feel like uh Justice is the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll just try. I'll just I'm just gonna go. All right. <laughs> Getting away with murder. We're back on a boat. Uh and the hearts are back in disguise. And for some reason, Jonathan chose to be a steward named Jake, I think, and then just hangs around and pours drinks for everybody and that's his and and jennifer is a is a countess and so she's trying to hit on the doctor to figure out what they're up to and it turns out the doctor has a printing press printing money hidden under his exam table uh they (laughs) at one point they get caught figuring that out and jonathan pretends to be almost raping jennifer and yet he is still gets to work for for them they don't fire him they just keep him on realistic uh they don't even talk to him about it and then they meet with they switch out the bills that they were gonna give somebody with counterfeit bills and then the guy immediately sees that they're counterfeit and is like these are counterfeit and then the guy tries to run away but jonathan throws him overboard (laughs) and that's the end of the episode the end (laughs) Oh my God. What a rough one. But you guys, we have a pinch hitter. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, our, good. Our friends, Jenny and Bill, have so graciously presented us <laughs> with another Minute Max for this episode. I think that they probably knew we weren't going to be able to do this one. Yeah. <laughs> so they were being very, very gracious and um, benevolent, I would say. Here we go. Jenny and Bill present getting, getting away, away with, with murder. murder. <laughs> Jennifer gets cockblocked by a bank president who needs Jonathan's help due to shenanigans on board a floating casino. Jennifer pretends to be Stephanie Powers, Jonathan Hart, sexiest cabin boy ever. <laughs> Aristocratic counterfeiters hatch a nefarious plan. Evil Dr. Bricker plays liquidate the limey. Jennifer and Max BS their way through dinner. While Jonathan plays a rousing game of hands off my woman, you ass clown. That's Dr. <laughs> ass clown to you, Jack. Jennifer honeypots evil Dr. Bricker to get a key to help search for the money making plates. Oh, look, sciatica. Jonathan gets the key and takes the only cold shower in series history. Mayhem, Mayhem ensues. Double twist. The Countess is now Mona. Jennifer plays what and sees more action than her diaphragm. Max fakes COVID so Jonathan could switch the real money with fake money in the engraving plates. Bad guy confrontation time. I'm Jonathan Hart, bitch. Jonathan does a flying scissor leap and sends the bad guy into a James Cameron film. Oh, Stuart, please do help me walk my bushka. My pleasure, Countess. As soon as we get freeway out of here. Excellent, Excellent Val, the end. end. 
Oh, oh my god. Nailed it. So All incredible. Stars. So incredible. Jenny he fakes COVID. Yeah, I think that may be the first uh COVID joke I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Like the first legit mm. COVID joke. 30 years before it was fashionable, <laughs> Max has COVID. Oh god. 40 years. Yellow fever. Uh, that um to uh, so, just so we're clear what the hearts do in this episode after they all go undercover, like as a family, basically um, everyone's undercover except freeway who, even though he spends all his time with a hardcore gambler, Max freeway has zero poker face. And in this episode, he just barks gleefully every time the steward Jack mm -hmm. yep. or uh, <laughs> Maximilian comes near him. And then my favorite part is that freeway just climbs onto the dead body of the guy that got poisoned while sexually harassing and mansplaining to Jennifer erroneously about who invented fireworks <laughs> and then <laughs> collapses and freeway just scampers on top of his body, yeah. which is one of the greatest things i think freeway has ever done in the history of ever is that actor's portrayal of being poisoned is uh, so great his that was the, that surprise, was the best, best part of the face. episode i thought uh, that when that happened i thought this episode was going to be good mm. i was wrong <laughs> i was good. i was wondering if we had to pretend to be impartial the whole time until ratings because i don't think i can do it no this sucked this was a terrible episode this was such do a do we dud. ever pretend to be impartial <laughs> We try to we try to maintain uh yeah like a not rating until the ratings. I can't do it on this episode because I hated it so much. It's bad. Uh, yeah. It's a it was a real slog. Mm -hmm. I uh, I mean don't misunderstand. I clearly don't like this episode. Um, but I do bad minute maxes for episodes I really enjoy also. <laughs> so that's never an indicator. So yeah, um, the hearts actually end up framing the counterfeiters is actually what happens is they mm. set them up because of Jennifer being undercover as the countess so that they would figure out she was not a countess. And then she reveals that she's Mona the whole time actually being Jennifer that then they switch their game up. Right. Mm. And so they don't actually do their usual switcheroo. That doesn't exactly make sense to me, but kind of makes sense with the counterfeit money and giving them egg, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, so then they decide they're not going to do it because they're going to steal Mona's, jewelry yeah instead and that's going to be like their haul and it's like why wouldn't they do both yeah like they're criminals i think <laughs> that it's not weird for criminals to be greedy because that's why they're stealing in the first place but so then max and jonathan basically plant the counterfeit money in the safe into the bag so they frame them yeah so that they give the counterfeit money to the bank is that who that was? Yeah. So they give the counterfeit money and the plates right. to the bank president. Right. Um, okay. Of Jonathan's bank. Yes. But did they yeah. get did they get the counterfeit bills that they put in the safe from them? Like, wasn't that payout for winnings? Yeah. It was what they gave to Mona. Yeah. So. I don't understand That's, the plan. Yeah, the, if so that he, wasn't the plan originally, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You would give counterfeit money to get real money. Yeah, so that's my my understanding of the racket was that people come onto this ship, they they give them they use real money. Real money for chips. Right. And then when they win, they're paid out fake money. Okay. Right. Which would which would be a it's I mean it's kind of clever, but it is also like, well, 
but you're not paying much out. Like, you're, yeah, but it's I, a casino. Aren't they also giving the counterfeit money to the bank because the bank president has it in his office? Uh, apparently, they did. Right. I, so, so they're switching it out and keeping all the real money somewhere on that boat, I guess. But so. Max and Jonathan steal the real money and replace it with counterfeit money, which is why I say that they frame them because then they set them up to have the bank president go, oh, this isn't real. I guess I, I'm still confused. It's still so confusing. I just I just can't summon up the the energy to give a shit about any of this. Like, I just don't care. It was so the this episode opens with a Navy funeral, a naval funeral on yeah. a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, which is weird. <laughs> and a is British naval officer. <laughs> um, I, the, the whole, everything about this, I was just like, what's going on? Like, how is this all, how is this all working? And the answer is it, it isn't, it yeah. just isn't working. It, none of it worked. But it is sort of funny when the doctor just immediately rips off his Velcro yes. black <laughs> armband, like the second, yeah. the fake, the undercover, Purser is in the drink, like Dr. Perv just rips off, like <laughs> rips mm-hmm. off that armband and off they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, super weird. I mean, Burial at Sea is always just such an ominous opener, but mm. in this episode, that might actually be the high point. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, because it's always just like usually an indicator that's like, oh, this is like either super sad, this isn't a portent, or it's just. Mm-hmm scary um but i was none, none of the above. i was worried for you ellen because there was a dog on a boat dog immediately on a boat. yeah and i was like <laughs> At oh least no three ellen's dogs not gonna like this <laughs> yeah there multiple were dogs multiple on the dogs boat. on boats yeah so many dogs on the dame fortune mm-hmm. yeah and just to reiterate like you know thank you joe Mm-hmm. I, you're right. I do not like dogs on boats, but I also understand that people have well-trained dogs that are comfortable and excited to be on boats. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> comfortable I just dog always boats. feel like I need to, to throw in like the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so immediately after that, we see the dog on the boat. Um, Jonathan yeah. is revealed oh. to Jennifer to be a steward. And I guess he owns the company, right? Mm-hmm. We assume. Or do we, are we, were we, were we ever told that? Yeah, no, he, he owns the company. And so he just told the boss. He owns the ship? Well, he owns the, he owns the, the cruise, bank. He owns the cruise company cruise or Cruise line? Was it a heart oh, cruise line? I thought he owned the bank. I don't know. But then he, why would he, so he had to interview for this job. If he didn't own the, co- the casino <laughs> company, he had to interview for this job and like get hired, right? Oh, maybe the bank is just what they, they call where they put all the cruise ship money. <laughs> they s- they refer to Jonathan as the captain's boss at the at the climax. Um, so I'm assuming he just owns that oh. ship or that the cruise company because uh-huh. it was it was the black dude that ran the bank, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so so the bank was like, "Hey, your cruise ship is giving me <laughs> fake money again." Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Probably because I was. I don't like cruise ship things. So the captain had to just be like, this is Jonathan or this is Jack, our new steward. He didn't have to interview for that job. You know, so here's the thing that actually kind of, I, I spent some time during the episode thinking about this and missing large swaths of the episode. Um, I imagine Jonathan took someone's position on that cruise ship. And all I kept thinking the whole time was like, whoever's, time whoever's like job he took over they better be getting paid and he better not be keeping those tips yeah 
totally. That's all I kept thinking about was like, you better not be keeping those tips. Those don't belong to you. You you own the company. You're not allowed to be tipped. Yeah, that was bullshit. And then even after he is caught, sort of, you know, Jennifer makes it seem like he's almost raping her a little bit, like un- unwanted advances on the Countess Jennifer. He is still kept on to then be the number one steward at this bank transfer, big important money bank transfer without it just doesn't really track for me it's it's like he's the boss undercover exactly it's like that's where my it's like men aren't punished for sexually harassing women like how far can i suspend my disbelief the captain does tell him to go uh to his uh, to his office or to his quarters and wait for him the captain does say something that indicates that he will be will be reprimanded okay but we just don't get to see. I how. thought he said, just go back to your post or what? Like, I thought he just said, go back to work. <laughs> he said, go back to your quarters. Go back to rape. I go mean, back go rape. back to go rape somebody else. Go rape a different um, woman, different countess. I do. I mean, I do sort of feel like based on the doctor's uh, behave openly creepy mm-hmm. behavior that um, it is not a priority for the captain to give uh sexual harassment training or to <laughs> reprimand anybody for anything. But thank goodness that they have that weird thing with um, the doctor's favorite passenger, Heather, who comes on to kind of, mm. I don't know, to do the doctor. Um, because Heather has the greatest outfits on the ship. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. my only, the only reason I'm grateful for that. There's also like, were either of you, because we talk about whenever somebody's in a wheelchair, they end up being thrown into a vat of liquids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is always the, their ultimate comeuppance in one way or another. So when Max is in the wheelchair, did you get real nervous? Because he's in the wheelchair, not just with the f- a fake shuffleboard ankle injury, but he also then fakes a heart attack and is diagnosed with yellow fever. Yes. So that's a lot of layers on someone in a wheelchair, but also I thought maybe it would make you nervous because they're surrounded by water. So (laughs) if someone's going to go into roiling liquid to get their comeuppance in a wheelchair, it's like, Oh God, Max. Well, someone did just not in a wheelchair. My, where Mm -hmm. I was, to be honest with you at that stage of the episode is my eyes deglazed to see (laughs) Max in a wheelchair sitting on a bunch of money. And I was more just confused about the whole situation and why that was happening. So to be honest, no, I wasn't. I really wasn't worried that he was going to get dumped somewhere because I was just like, wait, <laughs> what's happening? Because I was so glazed over for a little while before that happened. Let's talk about Max's legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Those little shorts. In the shorts. red eyes outfit yes. with the red socks. Yes. Yeah. He has the cutest little tiny chicken <laughs> little, little <laughs> sticks. Chicken legs. My man. <laughs> Don't wear shorts. <laughs> he looks great. Max Aww. is great. He's cute. It's just like he's adorable. Whoa. But <laughs> I can't. It was like it was weirdly shocking. Like, I know it was. What? I feel bad. Just his little calves. <laughs> I feel bad, like physically. You know, he's great. I love him, but those tiny little legs were very like little toothpicks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it explained his walk in a, in quite a few episodes. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Very Not a flattering look on on Max, the mm. the little shorts and thing. The, he looks better in a tuxedo. Imagine him in those shorts in that ski sweater. 
No. <laughs> I will not. Max is beautiful. He's a beautiful person. I feel bad. Um, but I, my note is, why does he have little chicken legs? Um, <laughs> you took a note for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I'm not going to remember this. Yeah. I better. It was very shocking. <laughs> so Max is telling, um, what was her name? Pam? What was what was her? I'm sorry. The the Pam. The doctor's <laughs> lady. The Heather? doctor's fuck pa- uh, <laughs> fuck passenger. Uh, Heather. <laughs> Heather. He was telling Heather about his cigar case, mm-hmm. and he said it's from little old blue eyes. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> is that a dig? Was he? <laughs> doing just a, the slightest, tiniest little dig at Frank Sinatra by calling him Little Old little Blue Eyes. Little Old Blue Eyes. <laughs> what are you actually, what is his actual nickname again? Old Blue Eyes. Oh, just Old, old Blue Eyes. Eyes. Little Old Blue Eyes. Yeah, Little Old Blue Eyes yeah, is like, funny. that's that's diminutive and I kind of love it. Like I, I think I, he was, <laughs> what Max was feeling in that moment was very self-conscious in those shorts. <laughs> I think he was out of his shorts <laughs> by then. He was in his tuxedo at that point. So oh. he was he was full at, he was at maximum max. Mm. Tuxedo's nice. Um, the oh. Jonathan wears one of my favorite outfits of his the in the opening outfit? scene. <laughs> oh no! What was it? I'm not interested in a man in uniform mm. of any kind. That's for you and um, I. He's different. wearing a a white suit and um, the black mm. shirt that has kind of like a crazy op art like pattern oh. and a black pocket square. Hmm. It's really sharp. No. Where where do we find um, Jennifer and Jonathan? Are they at home? They're the on banks. they're on vacation. Yeah. Oh, um, right. He says, "I'm sorry to interrupt your vacation," but oh. and then he's all counterfeit money. Okay, after that, <laughs> which apparently happens a lot. Caribbean themed. Yeah, you should know of- where they are by the Caribbean themed song, <laughs> which was bad. By the way, that was bad. What I yeah. loved it. Oh, I did not like it. It Ooh, was I bad. It. I was like. Yeah. I preferred <laughs> later in the episode when they did a weird rendition of ABC by the Jackson five, <laughs> the oh. roulette montage. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> it was so weird. I love that but too. I, I was kind of jamming on those tunes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like, Oh, ru- time for the roulette montage. <laughs> that was a little tiny yeah, spike good. of the episode. Dun, dun, where dun, I was like, dun, yes. Dun, yeah. It was dun, a cute, dun, dun, that was uh-huh. a really cute dun, 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 dun. musical cue there. Dun, and the the episode had a lot of uh, tries at being black tie, but really for me, no, didn't make it to black tie. Really? Yeah, because hmm. black tie isn't just about putting a black tie on. For me, it's about the <laughs> like you know subterfuge of their disguises, li- being dangerous, and these like little witticisms, and just being this exciting social party thing. That's like. It's not just, you can't just go to a dinner party and call it black tie for a heart to heart episode. It has to have some sort of danger or subterfuge. Awkwardness. Which, yeah. They did have murder, their <laughs> drug <little> use <laughs> outfits and their, and her Spanish accent, but not being able to speak Spanish. She, sh- that, so that was, a, okay. she's undercover, undercover. That was a really yeah. funny moment for me. And I guess like now thinking about it, it makes more sense. But when the British captain starts speaking Spanish that even I could understand to the her. The worst Spanish ever. And, yeah. And she's like ignoring him. <laughs> I was like, Jennifer, you speak Spanish. Like, I know you speak yeah. Spanish. <laughs> What's going on here? 
like you're blowing your cover. And then, but of course she was tricking this guy. It was like, do- it was a double twist. She was like, yeah, I'm pretending to be a twist. countess who is, I'm, I'm pretending to be a criminal from Brooklyn who is pretending to be a countess. Pretending to be a countess. Okay. The big, but, the big clue is the passports in the stateroom. There are mm-hmm. three passports. Mm-hmm. So, even yeah. if it was just Jennifer and Jonathan, there wouldn't be three. Which they and made a point from to, different countries. They made a point to like quote unquote hide the passports. Yeah, yeah. But that's you can't like, leave these out in the open. Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer had the two redeeming moments of the entire episode. Like the only two moments of the episode that were, well, no, there's three moments worth watching. Um, the the first Letch's death, the mansplainer, the firework mansplainer. Mm. His death scene is spectacular. Mm. It's so funny. Especially <laughs> right before really? it, that scene, we're shown a full shot of the ship and yeah. then fireworks that are moving <laughs> with <laughs> the camera. <laughs> the fire, the superimposed fireworks. Yes, it's so good. Just keep the camera still. That was. <laughs> it, I oh, love God. the superimposed fireworks. <laughs> that was really funny. But yeah, his death and then followed by uh, Freeway jumping on his his dead butt was uh-huh. really funny. Uh huh. Um, but Jennifer, when she is when she's quote unquote found out by the captain and the doctor, right in the captain's quarters. He, you know, says you don't speak a lick of Spanish, and then she speaks beautiful Spanish. He busts out Castilian Spanish, yeah, right? and yeah. says, uh, "I just didn't respond to your terrible, terrible Spanish. <laughs> like your your Spanish was awful, and your accent's awful." And I was like, "That's <laughs> awesome. I love that." And then the other was at the very end of the episode when the the uh, young, attractive steward flirts with her, uh, yeah. and she's she I. I, I wish I would have written Annie it down and in the, the time. hot buttered rums. He says something like, I hope you won't mind me saying yes. something to you. And she goes, no, no. She says, <laughs> and then so. hands him a bunch of money. And I was like, yeah. this, that is such a baller move. I, I love you so much. <laughs> I wrote this down too, because it's, he says, he says he's going to miss Jennifer and hopes that he, she doesn't mind him saying so. And then she hesitates and, and looks him up and down to see how attractive he is. Mm-hmm. And then she says, after seeing that he's an attractive man says, no, <laughs> Yeah, it's it was so great. Good. It was uh, great. Because it is the ship of sexual harassment. Yes, yeah. it really is. And Jennifer is allowed to partake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's allowed to sexually harass a, a cute young steward. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, while she's uh, chugging some nightly hot buttered rums. <laughs> yeah. Gross, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hot buttered rum. What are your thoughts on hot buttered rum? Me? Let's talk about real important oh, issues. What are, yes, Ellen, what is your <laughs> what are your hot buttered rum thoughts? I don't think I've ever had a hot buttered rum. Really? Um, and it's partly because of my previous decades long uh, boycott of rum. Yeah. Um. So I haven't had one. Ah, I really should have used the opportunity. I guess winter's not over, but I feel like I could have used that opportunity over the ho- the winter holidays season too. Try it's, hot buttered rum. It's not even the coldest it's going to get where you are. So you have plenty of time to try hot buttered rum. What goes into it? What is it? So the only time I've had it, and this is probably why I think it's disgusting, um, as opposed to the, the rum part. Um, microwaved butter. <laughs> no, it, it's there's a mix. You buy you basically buy this paste that's hot buttered mix. Ugh. Um, what? Yeah. Gross. And maybe there's good ones. I don't know. 
Maybe <laughs> I, I should look up the recipe and see what it actually consists of. Because if you say hot butter to me, I'm like, yes. But uh, and then with rum, I'm like, <laughs> no, but maybe it's good. But is, hot, is hot buttered rum? I mean, so I remember my parents had Tom and Jerry mix. And so is that what you use to make a hot buttered rum? If only we knew a bartender yeah. who could tell us. We need to know, we need to meet a bartender. We need we need like bartenders. the the whistle, the yeah, Keith Waldauer whistle. If somebody ordered <laughs> it at a bar, how would they serve it? Well, we'll have to bring someone on to tell us. Yeah, yeah. to school us on our our many heart to heart alcohol references. I mean, it sounds like a good drink. It's usually cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, uh, cider, rum, and butter. Like that sounds fucking great so it's like mold rum sort of yeah, yeah basically yeah hmm. it makes with me think butter. of the, the harry with potter butter. drink yeah butterbeer yeah <laughs> which is like yeah oh, oh my God. now I'll, I'll have to i'll have to have one i mean i have a lot of rum here i have that rum <laughs> that i need to send to you guys <laughs> just put do... like a big stick of mart of butter <laughs> into the rum and melt it maybe i'll try like a buttered bourbon or something like that that sounds uh, good I, that sounds good i am um, i'm sort of lying about my rum boycott because uh, one of I my absolute absolute favorite cocktails of all time actually has rum in it, but it's the only time that I would ever is drink it a rum. Pina Koala? Nope. <laughs> oh, what is it? It's dark and stormy. Oh yeah. Is that rum and coke? No, no that's a rum and coke is a rum and coke. That's a. Uh, Rum and Coke is rum and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. Let's uh, <laughs> let's edit edit that out right now. <laughs> what's it? What's in a rum and Coke? Uh, vodka and Red Bull. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's dark and stormy. <laughs> what's a dark and stormy? Dark and stormy is uh, just a can of Guinness that you drink through a, a licorice rope. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. What is it actually though? Rum. It's ginger beer and rum, right? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen. The father of lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I realize, like, uh, it's because that drink does. It's the one of the few sweet-ish drinks that I like. Hmm. But yeah, I'm realizing all of my weird cocktail wrongheadedness. Please just edit all of this out. Um, Hell no, we're not going to be able to talk about the episode. We might as well talk about cocktails. Um, I have some stuff to say about the episode that I actually did think was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, I mean, as cool as something that's inside of something kind of terrible and or stupid can be. Um, <laughs> like the, the view camera thing. It's like, oh, I guess that is a way that they would maybe, I don't know why they would be needing to get the photos of the money to make the plates on the boat itself. But, the view camera thing was kind of cool. Um, and then the wintergreen oil thing, I also thought was genius. Yeah. What was the wintergreen oil? Because thing? you would actually do this. It's so it's, they're like, Oh, it's in the ink, but it's in the ink because they, you people sometimes use wintergreen oil as an oil transfer medium. Oh, so oil transfer <laughs> is, <laughs> it, it's a method to, to transfer, um, an image I do like typically like a drawn image. So if I have hmm. a piece of paper with graphite on it, then I will use an oil based yeah. either oil paint is common. Yeah. Um, and you put it on there and it seeps through. And then if you apply pressure, if it's a simple drawing, people will trace over the drawing. But if it's, 
you just put pressure onto oh. the thing and it transfers the graphite because the oil then is literally a medium huh. transferring your graphite it, or, or the ink from your drawing. So for them, I'm for doing it for counterfeit bills, you would take the photo because the view camera, right, is a one-to-one situation. So it's the actual size of the money, everything's to scale. And so then they would take the photo I don't know, Jonathan said photocopies, so whatever they were doing with that, you would take that and then oil transfer it huh. onto the plate and then I guess etch it out or, but, or but, use emulsifier to create a resist for the plates. I don't know. I didn't get a good look at the plates, but, but they were using the wrong, oil, the wrong type of oil is wintergreen oil. That's one of the ways. No, wintergreen Oh. Um, I mean, wintergreen oil is a smart oil for them to use because it's just something oh. that they would have in the infirmary anyway, mm. I guess, for people's like rub downs oh. when they have those shuffleboard accidents or something. <laughs> so I actually thought that was clever. So that the view camera and, and the uh, wintergreen oil is a transfer medium, although I guess they don't get into it. They, they just make this weird thing about wintergreen oil being in the ink and wintergreen oil being in the infirmary. But hmm. I don't I think I'm interpreting that the way they intend for you to do it's that's interesting picture. that is really clever and a smart it sounds like they did some homework and makes me feel a little bit better about the episode well, well i'm changing my well, rating i'm not <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough well, I, I liked it i thought because it's like they didn't that is cool like i said it, um, it's like it's to me a cool thing inside of something one of the other things that happens uh is uh, Jonathan says at one point, if this is counterfeit, it, it'll rub off on my shirt. And if it's not, if it, mm-hmm. if it's no, he says it's, if it's, if it's real, it will rub right, off. Right. If it's real. Does, is that, does money rub ink off on cloth? Is that true? Um, it does on paper. Oh, it does. I know. And so I'm guessing that it would on fabric also, if it has to a tooth to the weave, like a slight tooth to the weave. I want to try it. There's a, I'm going to try it right now. I was just thinking, like, well, we, there's no way there's cash in the house, but there is this five dollar bill that has been sitting on this table for two years. <laughs> Are you going to just grind it into Eric's sleeve for four hours right. until some of it rubs off? It's almost like we set this experiment up because I have a scrap of muslin right here. <laughs> um, Interesting. Okay, do you think it will? Should we take bets? Well, it rubs off on paper. I'm just, I'm just guessing about about fabric having enough of a tooth to do it because it has more of a tooth than a standard piece of like, yeah, paper, copy paper. This or is pretty toothy. Yeah. It's pretty gritty. It's gritty. Do you think it will? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it will either. Is it a brand new bill? It's newish. Or I mean, like, is it like twenty twenty? Yeah, it's like a. It's it's one of the new twenty thirteen bills. It did not. Hmm. <laughs> no. This is such fascinating podcast. Did it? No way. Yeah. Oh. It did. Oh, it did. It had to heat up a little bit. Huh. One extra point for this episode. Okay, but Jonathan, <laughs> he didn't rub it hard enough. My my hand, my fingertips are burning because of how hot they are from rubbing that. <laughs> that doesn't work. Maybe he did it for like four hours and they just edited it out <laughs> they in the edited final cut. That part. <laughs> Him going, ow, 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 my fingers, ow. Um, hmm. Oh, speaking of ow, 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 can we talk about the hot foot scene? That was oh, so totally weird and random. So weird. It's like, who does the hot foot? It's like, where's Shecky Green? Like, who's doing a hot foot? 
It's uh, so bizarre. Bugs Bunny. I mean, th- so this episode <laughs> does not. This episode does not deserve the distinction of a Muppet episode. No, it is a Looney Tunes episode. Yes, one hundred percent. And the Hot Foot Animaniacs scene was so Looney Tunes. So like weird. everything about it was like. We should explain. We should explain. So, back me, back me, hot foot. Jennifer and Max, right, are sitting at a dinner table, and Jonathan is serving them. And the guy, the the pervy captain or doctor, puts his hand on Jennifer's thigh and yeah. starts squeezing it. Really, really awful. By the way, like, yeah. like he he has his hand <clears throat> clamped around yeah. her leg. Like that's not even to me. Maybe I'm not having the right experience, or maybe my thigh is too big for I don't know. But typically, are you just kind of like resting your hand there? You're not like clamping it. Clamp like down. He yeah. has that's it, a right? weird control. That's control. Yeah. No, that that's was bizarre. gross. That really was so gross. Gross. So it was wrong in every way. To get Jonathan's attention on that situation, she drops her napkin and says, "Oh, steward, I dropped my napkin. Will you pick it up?" Jonathan bends over to pick the napkin up, sees this doctor's hand clamped around his wife's thigh. <laughs> and then there's a very strange edit where I think a mat he puts a match in the shoe, but it makes it seem like the match was already in the shoe, weirdly. <laughs> and then he lights this match on fire. And so it burns, and slowly the doctor's foot heats up, obviously. But then the edit is just so fucking weird that he jumps up but he doesn't say who lit a match under me. Like none, there's no, yeah, it just, and it makes him look like an idiot because he just jumps up and like screams and Jonathan smiles as if that guy's a dummy, but it's just so unrealistic. It's just after Jonathan gets to deliver one of the great lines, which is Jack short for John. Uh It's short for Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. God. Ugh. Um, then everyone I ran mean, overboard to, f- to vomit. Yeah. You'd think that the same reaction could have happened with an ice cube down the back of his shirt yeah. or just the classic spilling something, but they were already using the spill something on someone thing as a device. But it's like, but, I mean, or I don't know, hot putting too much pepper in some, you know, like there's all kinds of, <laughs> there's, we're talking Looney Looney Tunes. There's, done all, everything. there's all kinds of ways to Looney Tunes, get somebody to jump up and go, or like, yeah. like jump up and down or like run and go jam their head into a bucket of water. You know, like yeah. there's just so many uh, things. Lighting a match stuck in someone's shoe. Better than the hot foot. Yeah, but I just, I just imagine Jennifer dressed as Bugs Bunny, dressed as a woman, sitting next to that (laughs) captain, and then Daffy Duck in the steward uniform. Yeah, (laughs) lighting a match on this guy's shoe. Yeah. Uh, The hot foot. Just when would that ever have been something that worked very well? No, because I just the, can't imagine he he when that would be good. He would have immediately been said. Certainly not in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Why did you light a match on my shoe, you idiot? It would have immediately deferred blame onto Jonathan. It wouldn't have. And then Jonathan wouldn't have been this innocent bystander to watching him jump up like an idiot. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it certainly doesn't. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, I only have one other thing that I wanted to talk about with this episode. The laughing. The laughing Jennifer twice in this episode, maybe three times has a cackling fit and it's terrifying. Like a goblin. 
it's really scary <laughs> and also unwarranted. The first one with Jonathan is now wet in the shower after she evades an- <laughs> yet another rape attempt. Yeah. Uh, she sees Jonathan wet in the shower. They stare at each other for five full minutes and we have to sit and watch for five full minutes. And then she just cackles. Yeah. Really, really. In a way that just didn't, it didn't even come across as like, I actually find this funny. It was, it was like maniacal. Yeah. And their faces are like way too close together. It's bizarre. Yeah. They're staring into each other's eyes, laughing. Ugh. And Jonathan stands there with the shower running on his head for the whole time. Yeah. It's just very weird slapsticky style comedy that does not. <laughs> and this, I maybe his maybe he pulled out his first mate. <laughs> his first mate. I immediately thought no. about that. I immediately thought about that other shower scene in the last boat episode, and was just like, they can't do. Stop trying to do shower scenes on boats. Heart to heart. It's not working. So many out. boat episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season, which uh, reminds me that one of my favorite things. Um, when they were roofing, um, <laughs> when, what's that guy's name? I don't remember his name. Oh, Sir Dedalot. The, the, the best um, death. <laughs> oh, Sir yeah. Charles. Sir Charles. Yeah. Um, the doctor, Dr. Lech is sitting at the bar eating nuts out of the nautical theme bowl that the hearts have in their house. Uh-huh. <laughs> slow boat to murder when Jonathan's <laughs> complaining about how Jennifer can't cook, but he's still eating everything. <laughs> wow. Way to recycle your set elements. That's so team. funny. Cause I noticed, I noticed the anchors on the, on the cup and I was like, <laughs> do ships like, no, we have to have anchors on everything. <laughs> you have to, everyone needs to know that they're on a ship. The nausea is it, not enough. It was, it was more weird that they had a set of nautical theme bowls in the heart's house. That would be the go-to to eat in bed with. Yeah, yeah you're right. It was more my thing during Slow Boat to Murder. I was like, wow, that's kind of an ugly bowl. <laughs> mm. um, I feel like, though, I would, you know, I gather none of us is wild about this episode, mm. but... <laughs> no. Except for how I like the oil transfer thing. I'm all, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Um, the oh, hot buttered rum. Um, <laughs> I would watch a loop of the roulette montage. Mm-hmm. I'd probably watch watch a loop of that for at least five minutes, and then never again. But that would be a five minutes that would really yeah make me cackle maniacally. If <laughs> I do say so. I like when they do little montages like that. Like the, it reminded me of uh, too many cooks when they did Mm -hmm. all the food montage stuff, which is really great. I like that. I like that. Bring on the montage. Yeah. Um, I did. And I know I already said it, but I just do feel like I have to give props to Heather's outfits. They were good. Maybe I just, I was just like, Ooh, like these are things that I would really want to wear. Or maybe they're just things closely aligned with something I already in my closet. So <laughs> I like it. Yeah. But she's wearing at dinner. She's wearing that, uh, green plunge, uh, sleeveless dress that I think is really great with this green pendant. And then in the casino scene with, with the roulette montage, she's wearing a one shoulder, um, hot pink, Hmm. satiny gown that is so great okay so i'm trying so mm-hmm. hard to remember even just that character 
I can't remember. I can't remember what she wore. I don't. Even, I barely remember her. I just remember her. Arriving. Oh, she's also wearing something good when she comes onto the yeah, boat. She's, she's wearing, wearing that blue. Something else that's really good. It's like a nice Isn't blue pink? dress. I thought it was a pink thing. I thought I it think was it's a, pink. Oh, is it yeah, pink? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it must have been because the the stewards were in blue. I really like like a pink, uh, a pink short sleeve dress. Jennifer has a ba- an, a really cool backless black dress that would have been great mm-hmm. if it didn't have these huge ruffles going down the front and bottom of it. It would have been like a really sexy dress, but it has these huge ruffle collars that I really didn't like. And that- we've seen her wear that before. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The halter neck backless with the, it's mm-hmm. like plunge front with the ruffles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The backless, uh, she looks really great. And then I don't, I don't like ruffles for myself and I often don't like them for other people no. either, but between the tuxedos and Jennifer's dress, there's a lot of fluffy ruffles. If they got rid happening. of those ruffles on that dress, that dress would have been really, really great and stunning. I thought, but then she's wearing a white dress with a gold. It's like another Grecian thing that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a white dress with these appellate sort of gold appellate like applique appellate <laughs> sort of things it's really funny mm-hmm. it's weird but i really like that too but yeah that black dress i really liked it if just those ruffles were just too much Ugh. i don't remember the clothes in this at all yeah mm. jonathan was wears this blue steward uniform the entire time yeah and they obviously just reuse the sets from uh slow boat to murder Mm-mm. no you mean what's, the love boat um what's the cruise ship one Murder what cruise, was murder cruise, uh, death cruise. Death it was, cruise. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> With the great gymnastics scene. Yeah. Oh shit! Why am I blanking called? on that name? <laughs> I didn't like that episode either. It's but. not death cruise. Is that <laughs> no. my name for it? I think that was your name for it. <laughs> it's something. I don't cruise. remember because I don't. I don't like cruise ships. Is it cruise at your oh, own risk? Wait, cruise at, cruise your, own at your own risk. risk. Cruise yes. at your own risk. Yes. I, I can see why you don't like them, especially after watching this episode. They're soured. <laughs> They're soured to me. If, if we ever see I, it. I'm not trying to, to, it's not, I don't want it to be a contagion no. that sweeps through the pod that my loathing of cruise ship uh, and boaty episodes. It's like, I guess I like not cruise ship boats and I, I theories think, well, and speed boats and rowboats and all the shit. But I do not like television episodes of most shows that happen on it. And the love boat even, which took place entirely on the cruise ship. Yuck. Just, they have yet to do a murder mystery on a cruise. So it's like that I think lends itself to the cruise atmosphere is a murder mystery because it is the locked door mystery. Yes. You're trapped. Yeah. You're trapped yeah. in I love place. Totally. So, I love the potential of that. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I really like the idea of it, but they really faltered on this one and it's just weirdly convoluted. And the, the, them dressing up and acting like other people is so annoying to me in these episodes. <laughs> it's just, why are you doing that? Just, I, d- I love it when they get in costume and, and pretend to be other people, but I don't like it when they, when they are forced <laughs> to live as those people. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that either. It <laughs> makes me, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was an, a moment at the very, very end of the Dame Fortune action that I thought Joe would bring up, but you have it. So I'm going to bring it up and see if you notice this. But when um, they throw Captain Creep overboard and he's like, you haven't seen the last of yes. me or things to that yeah. effect. <laughs> As and if so, he's swimming away. And then, away. then the hearts talk. <laughs> 
the hearts, he yells immediately. Like you don't even hear the splash and he's yelling <laughs> that he'll be back to seek his revenge or whatever. Mm. And then the classic, you know, like you haven't seen the last of me or whatever, but I love that he keeps yelling. Like he has two outbursts from, <laughs> <laughs> from the uh, water hurled up at the hearts. Um, <laughs> but I thought that I thought for sure, Joe, that, that would be like give you hope for your Moriarty-esque I, fantasy about a returning villain. Yes, I, I definitely. For sure, you would be like, does that guy come back? Does Captain Creepy he, come back? I definitely thought about that, but no, mm-hmm. he's not. He's not a good potential for a returning villain. And also, I just know they don't do but that. He's so. actually threatening. That he's I know, him. and I love that. But we have seen the last of him. <laughs> he's gone forever now. He comes back. He does? He comes back. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, no, he doesn't. He comes back. Ba- That's a lie. <laughs> Are you shitting me, Are Ellen? you serious? The, I'm sort of shitting you. The actor comes back okay. in one of my most favorite episodes. Okay. Like, if he, that's God. the villain that they, yeah. that they bring back, I, uh, I, we would cancel the right. podcast. Like I, it's, I can't do this anymore. It's like a spit straight in my face. This is the villain he, you get returning. <laughs> the actor. Okay. Uh, I liked that actor. Ron Moody is back. There's a moment in, when uh, the final season he's in. The, oh, so awesome to me. First episode of the final. Season, I'm excited for that. Absolutely. Season. One of my all time favorites. We've heard but it's he the best is thank Christ. Not playing Captain <laughs> creepy. Captain perv. He is that him in the beginning of the episode? Who's he splits a popsicle stick. Oh no. Wasn't that the doctor? Oh, the doctor, doctor does it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When they're like, we have to, you're going to have to po- uh, poison him or you're going to have to kill him or whatever. And then he breaks the the stick as if he's going to yeah physically put hands on the deep on Sir Charles on more sticks with like the how is that threatening I, making the weirdest <laughs> face though he's such a weird concentration face ugh mm. no um well no. is it time for I think it's time to, I notice my enthusiasm yeah pick your I don't have one. <laughs> Finally, we're all on the same page about it. I know. It's true. Do you have one? You're up first, right? Ellen's up first. Oh. Nobody, but if I had to, like if somebody was going to break a popsicle stick or something, <laughs> um, Heather all the way, because mm. Heather is DTF and her clothes are so good. Mm. Um, mm. Danny. Danny, the steward that Jennifer wants to fuck. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Buttered rum. To be clear, not because <laughs> he was so hot, but because he was the only fuckable thing. Mm. I mean, Heather, yes. Heather's, Heather was hot. What about Dr. Perv? No, thank you. Mm. I choose for the first time nobody. Ooh. I, I, will, wow. I, will not, I will not choose. I think it's a testament, I will not choose. testament to my interest in the <laughs> no, episode. <I> Intellectual <laughs> interest. <laughs> Sexual oh, interest. Your, your sexual intellect <laughs> will not be diminished. My sex elect. It was not teased. It was not teased out. <laughs> Joe Texan is sex elect. My sex elect. Sex elect. <laughs> nope. No. It was not tickled 
in any way. No. <laughs> no. Not tickled, not prodded. Not poked. Um, no, and this uh, the, this is the rapiest episode yet, so so it's just like immediately like, okay, every, everyone's <laughs> gross. Every guy is gross. I, I did love the moment when Jennifer, he's like, get back in character, and Jennifer runs up to them and, sa- and says, he began to make overtures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she describes it. What do you think of Jennifer's Brooklyn accent? Mm. I get well. That says it all. <laughs> Ratings. <laughs> um. Wait. I, I feel like I have to to talk about the names on Jennifer's. On sorry, on the Countess on Mona Crawford's passports. It's so confusing oh. because the names are so weird and funny to me. And we're forced to know them because Captain Creepy reads them to let Mona know you caught, right? <laughs> um, right. My bad Spanish knows that you're not from Spain, right? <laughs> <laughs> Muriel Crawford <laughs> of the United States of America, Yanine Gayard, <laughs> and this is my favorite. From Espana, Brendita Sanchez. <laughs> Brendita. Um, Brendita Sanchez. Brendita Sanchez. Little Brenda. I Tiny feel like because Brenda. there's there's three fake passport names that there's one for each of us. Um, I, who among us is Brendita Sanchez? <laughs> who will who will when we finally go on vacation? Yeah, us for travel. Which of these passports are each of us going to be carrying? Wait, can you read the other ones again am, one more time? I am Yanine by by your Yanine Gayard. Yanine Gayard. Yanine Gayard of of France, the great nation of and France. I, and I can't believe you would do you would take me from my own home. <laughs> You must feel some embarrassment. You must feel some shame. You must feel some shame taking me from my taking own home. Taking me from my own home onto this cruise ship. <laughs> well, Joe, that leaves you and I with uh, the plum choices between Muriel Crawford Muriel of the United Crawford. States or Brendita Sanchez I mean, of Spain. Brendita Sanchez. <laughs> I I think Joe is Muriel. Muriel Crawford. <laughs> Muriel Crawford. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I do have that hard luck sort of like. <laughs> oh my God. My face hurts. Mm-hmm. Brandita Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> so exotic. Beautiful. Oh Lord. I did like it. Normally. I mean, you know how, how I feel about the hearts uh, going undercover as <laughs> as the zany characters, like because it's supposed to be funny. I just, ugh. yeah. But um, it really two things that Jennifer says as when she is masquerading as Countess Federkevich, mm-hmm. when she says, "I was not understanding your limey accent." Yes. That slayed me. Yeah. And then she says, "Interpol, why you say that word?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use the accent because I just. I, why, why you say that? Why word? you say that word? Oh my Interpol, god! Interpol. Why you say that word? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. Oh god! Uh, Great question. I wish. Did she do a good accent? Did she? 
do it for the whole episode. I I was her Federkevich accent's fine. Like that's that I feel like that's mm-hmm. the accent that she knows. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Her and Brooke- the, I think that her the phrasing is also probably something that she heard. It's familial. Yeah, up for sure. I yeah. Think, I think her her Brooklyn her Brooklyn accent didn't get its time on screen. Like she only had like four lines once she was Mona. Yeah, it, and they were all just single mm-hmm. words. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. She didn't get to deliver some good. It was kind of weak though. It wasn't strong. It just it seemed there were there were a couple moments where I was like, "Wait, what accent are you doing now?" I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> just thankfully, she had the accents and not Jonathan because we know oh, no. that Jonathan cannot no, do no, a, no. an accent. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Well, let's do ratings. Oh, uh, zero <sighs> to five hearts. <laughs> Ellen, you begin. I'm going to give it a one. Mm, it makes sense. What is the one point four? Because I don't want to give it a zero. What's saving it from being a zero? Um, I think that the effort that goes into doing like this kind of Russian, no pun intended, nesting doll hmm. uh, sort of plot is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just didn't quite work. I, I applaud like the effort to have a more complicated uh, and clever plot. I always have to give a tip of the hat to... The double twist mm-hmm. or the double double twist, which I guess is four <laughs> twists. So never mind a half a double and a half twist. Um, <laughs> and obviously, like I get into the little details, like the oil transfer mm-hmm. thing. But they're just ugh, it's just so lechy and weird. And um, the things that were fun that that I enjoyed about it are not enough for me with this one. Mm-hmm. So I just have to I have to throw it in the garbage. <laughs> So I picked a rating during the episode and I'm happy to say that I have stuck with it and it's a one. <laughs> um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's the same as Ellen. <laughs> it's a, and it's only a one because of those two lines that Jennifer had and that dude's death scene. Um, <laughs> and, and more the dude's death scene than anything. Cause I laughed so much at that. Like when that happened, I was laughing yeah. so hard <laughs> that I thought, Oh, well this is at least getting a two. And then it just Ugh, was like tanked so hard to stick with. And yeah. I honestly just don't remember so much of it. Like mm-hmm. when we watched it in the daytime, I was not drunk. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was completely lucid. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not a good episode. No one should have to watch this. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I'm going with a zero. Oh, It is maybe my least favorite episode ever of Heart to Heart. I was, it it felt very stale, very boring, just like didn't really feel the love of the characters, didn't feel the love of anything, just didn't work out. And we've seen Heart to Heart episodes that didn't work out before, but this just felt beyond. They're usually way funnier if they don't work out. Mm -hmm. Like, Like the bad ones tend to be hilarious in some way. And, and I felt one, like the scenes of Jonathan and Jennifer laughing into each other's faces were supposed to be our moments of like, ah, ha, ha, oh, ha, 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 it's, it's funny, we're having fun. But uh, Eric and I just looked at each other on the couch and we were just like, what the fuck It made me that? very uncomfortable. It's so uncomfy. But this is now the lowest rated episode in our podcast history. Yeah. A two. Yeah. It's a fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is my con- conscious bias against cruise ships. <laughs> uh, 
manifested me from yeah I just manifested can't. this is like a heartworm that's <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there i see what you did there <laughs> let's laugh into each other's faces <laughs> i felt like i could feel joe's zero coming when he of all people said he did not have a poke I mean, that's I just like, has the, has the sky gone out? I know. Like, what? Yeah. That's like, that's my like, fuck you to the episode. I'm just like, it's like me, like spitting <laughs> the, in its face. The not fuck you. Yeah. The not. I can't even find I won't some, fuck you. I can't find something to fuck within your. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Wow. Bad. Very lowest poor. lowest rated episode. Hard, hard, I hard no. Fully agree with this rating. Fully, uh, a two. A yeah. heartworm that has been cut in half. <laughs> yeah, it's real, only visible under a microscope. Real low heartworm. I'm surprised you guys gave it a one. Honestly, I gave it a one just for the those moments where the actors rose above or below yeah. <laughs> their material. <laughs> <laughs> the below being the the death scene, which was spectacularly funny. Yeah. Well, Ellen, please tell me what we're doing next. Oh, God. I will tell you what we're doing next. Thank you for asking. <laughs> no, it's not. I was about to reword that <laughs> just so you could. <laughs> Isn't that I'm glad you asked? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Eric already said that, so I'm not oh, saying it this no. episode. Wow. We used it up. From there tradition. isn't one left. Let that be a lesson. Heartworm episodes are okay to break from tradition. Next week we'll be talking about um an episode that i like Ooh. well no please edit that um <laughs> originally airing april 28th 1981 next week we're going to be talking about the murder of jonathan hart oh <gasps> interesting <laughs> the heart the Hart's unscrupulous lawyer hires an assassin to eliminate Jonathan with plans to court and marry Jennifer and thus gain control of the sizable estate. Mm. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for anything after this one. Yeah, I want to go upwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I love the name of it. It's uh, what a great uh title for an episode the murder of the main character yeah main character <laughs> i don't know that's great well one of them one of them thank you guys for listening sorry about this episode yeah i mean and i'm sorry if, <laughs> if you guys if you love this episode please write to us and let us know uh, why why you like it like, How? I, i'm just <laughs> no no shade no shame like i i just i'm curious to know what people like about this one if they do um and you can tell us that at our Instagram at it was murder pod or on our Twitter at it was murder pod, mm -hmm. or you can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Um, if you are still enjoying listening to us <laughs> ramble about <laughs> 80s television, <laughs> please rate and review us on the Apple iTunes app. Give us five stars, right? <laughs> uh, right. Just, uh, and you have done your duty for the week or whatever. How do they spell that? Your choice, dealer's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was very happy that, uh, even though I also am weird about dogs on boats, uh, I was happy to see Freeway, especially when he climbed on the dead man's butt. Yeah. Um, he was I, included. I hope he didn't get seasick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
He was cared for. But yeah, until until next time. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. Sorry, your episode sucked. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>